0: Video games in general are just like any other part of our shared culture, like movies and books and series and music. Video games are there and have been changing the world and the minds of the people who live in our society for pretty much as long as they have existed.
1: From New York to San Francisco, Houston to Chicago, the residents of Villa Albertine have traversed the United States, Here, they look back on their journeys into the arts and ideas. Their visits were supported by Villa Albertine, which has connected French talents and the American cultural scene since 2021. Come and join me as we meet some of the artists and thinkers shaping the culture of tomorrow. I'm Rachel Donadio, and you're listening to Coast to Coast, a podcast series produced by Villa Albertine and Paradiso Media. Our guests today are Miriam Huali, Diane Landet, and Simon Bachelier. Miriam Huali, Simon Bachelier, and Diane Landet are co-founders and producers of the independent video game studio Accidental Queens. They're based in Lille and Lyon. They created the games Normal Lost Phone and Alt Frequencies, which explore social issues such as gender deconstruction, digital intimacy, and fake news. In 2021, they were residents at Villa Albertine in Atlanta. Here, they talk about their experience in the city. Hi, nice to meet you. It's really, it's a pleasure to speak with you.
0: Thanks for having us.
1: And so it's great to get a chance to talk to you about your experience. I thought we would talk a little bit about Atlanta and about some of the things that you saw there and learned and your perceptions. It's a city marked by gentrification, by social activism, by a certain amount of economic disparity and inequality, also kind of existing racial tensions that have been there for a long time, but there's also a lot of economic vitalism. Are there any specific places that you went that you felt really helped you capture the spirit of the place?
2: We visited a lot of different locations in venue, which is basically like something that in France we would call like a coulee verte. We went there for a, a performance organized by the Seven Stages, which is a theater in town. The performance was titled uh, What Are You?, It was um, directed in a form by um, Nicolette Emmanuel. Basically, it was about identity uh, and identity about like, uh, what are you and uh, your ancestor or your background is like, uh, mixed with a lot of different culture and heritage. And um, the way it was tackled was very interesting because it's also a perspective that in America has been approached and touched very differently from what we can do even in France. I mean, we don't talk about like racial background, or I mean, we tend to mask that a lot. Uh, It's like, very different approach but it was really enlightening and also both interesting as part of the identity you can build and also apparently very confusing because of the law and the legal things that can be organized around that so it was both a discovery a culture shock at least for me but uh, very uh, eye-opening on a lot of things and I think it's related to atlanta and the context we've just talked about it's uh, uh was uh, a yeah, very new and uh yeah eye-opening experience
1: So you hope that the video game itself can in some ways become a tool of social action or to make people think about how they operate in in the real world?
0: We don't hope that.
1: They definitely can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We hope that ours can reach that status. But yeah, video games in general are um, just like any other part of a shared uh, culture, like movies and books and series and, and music. Video games are there and have been changing the world and the minds of the people who live in our society for pretty much as long as they have existed. So uh, we just decided to recognize that and maybe try to wield that power for subjects and for topics that we wanted to be useful for. So uh, we are Accidental Queens and we make games that try to bridge interesting narrative mechanics and um social topics not one in particular but any of them at all we try to do that by um creating narrative spaces for you to think about stuff and think about puzzles and how to solve narrative mysteries because that's fine but also because it leads you to ask questions about the world that you see and the characters that you see. And it just so happens that these characters are very close to people from real life. And so in the end, you end up asking questions about the world you live in as well and hopefully coming to a conclusion that suits you and that you believe in. But we try to do that in a way that makes you think progressive things.
1: Miriam, you
3: wanted to add something, I think, yeah, I think the impact of our games is somewhat uh, measurable because we've seen a lot of people playing the game on the internet and letting comments about it, saying how they learn something about some social subjects depicted in the games. And um, when you look at the comment section under one of those videos, It's full of positivity and people are sharing their understanding of the topic and sharing their personal experiences about the topic.
1: The games are about provoking thought and not killing monsters and creating utopias. or Well, maybe creating, maybe not a utopia, but a better actual world. Diane, do you want to give your perspective on that?
0: Oh, in some ways, it's about killing monsters as well. It's just not as immediate.
1: In Atlanta, you also went to SCAD, the Savannah College of Art and Design. What was that experience like?
0: I don't relate specifically to that school and the way it teaches things because it's a school it does what it does but that's not like i haven't been to a video game school and i work in games and i make games now without going through that process so i, I don't believe that it's a mandatory rite of passage or anything but it
2: can help on some things and i'm sure scat does
1: simon what was it like for you
2: i think um meeting or like focus we had at georgia tech was a bit more insightful for us because it was less related to uh you know, created product for whatever approach, uh, and more focused on uh, We've made uh, we've met with a um, professor and a PhD student uh, from the design and social justice department, um, which was like a bit more aligned with, I mean, at least in terms of um, mindset and an approach to what we were doing. And it was like interesting, Paul, there, uh, including like uh, Nassim Parvin. Uh, uh, which is, a, she is an associate uh, professor from this department, and she introduces us to a different uh, PhD student.
1: You mentioned that you met some interesting people there. Did you make any connections in Atlanta? Miriam, do you want to tell me a little bit about that?
3: For example, we had the opportunity to participate. Uh, in the Night of Ideas. And um, we were to speak on a panel with Fabian Williams, who is um, a muralist working in in Atlanta. And it was really insightful to visit his part of Atlanta with him and talk to him. Yeah, so his work uh, revolves around painting black people, like famous black figures from the US or from Africa and um it's his way of reclaiming the space by like painting those people and saying yeah black people live there so it's kind of fighting against gentrification by painting on the walls. and we thought that it was really cool actually and um yeah that, that was one of the most interesting um uh people that uh, we met there and uh, it's um, what, what's his um, nickname?
0: Occasional Superstore. Yeah,
3: Occasional Superstore and um, we felt that it has the same vibes as um, Accidental Queens. We actually had really similar <laughs> approach to how we, we view the technology and, and art and it was probably one of the people Uh, with whom we had um, the most similar way of of thinking about those topics and probably one of the only people who said things about systemic way um, that capitalism and stuff like that affects uh, his work and society in, in Ashanta and in the U.S.
1: I wonder if in your experience in the United States, which to use something of a cliche is kind of unregulated, out-of-control capitalism, if you thought a little bit differently about video games and the market in your experience
3: in the States in Atlanta. That's more something that some people mentioned, um, like the fact that the U.S. is actually a poorer uh, country than it seems uh, because of the inequalities that we can't immediately see. And we will think that the U.S. is a yeah, very rich and very prosperous country uh, when we see it from the outside. But talking to the people there, they will say that yeah it depends because there are a lot of inequalities and it's actually not that simple.
1: Do you feel like your experience there has had an impact on your work? Maybe Diane?
0: It might have one at some point. Um, we are in a kind of a weird moment for the life of a studio. Um, we cannot work on most of our projects right now for many reasons um, that boil down to money and the lack of it. Um, so we are doing other things on the side, but ha- we have this huge document of um, uh basically six pillars or six like big ideas that dictate the way we work and want to work and have worked so far.
3: So we have be in touch with your environment, allow it to inform the way you create, cultivate a favourable context for you and others to create in, don't just think about stuff and don't wait for permission, you need to actually do stuff to have any impact. Um, Identify your audience, understand the people it is made of and create with them. Make them think about something new. And finally, um, some creations are hard to label, people are going to label them anyway, embrace it. Those are the test pillars.
1: Great. I think sometimes having to articulate to people unfamiliar with your work how you operate is helpful. Conceptually, I very much like, don't ask for permission, just go do stuff. That's a good one. I will thank you guys. The aim of the podcast is to help capture in words and audio for listeners what Villa Albertine is and what this cultural exchange is all about. So your experience in Atlanta and your work with video games is a really important part of that. Thank you for speaking today.
3: Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to Coast to Coast, a podcast series produced by Villa Albertine and Paradiso Media and hosted by Rachel Donadio. If you want to learn more about the residents of Villa Albertine, listen to it wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our channel, States. And if you liked it, leave a rating and spread the word. You can also follow us on social media and click on the link in the description of the episode.